House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at Bill! Look at Bill! Coming on! Bill, you're coming on! I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold in Munich. What can I say? I got beat by a zebra. Starts now. Welcome back, everyone. This is the House of Run podcast, houseofrun at gmail.com. We've arrived. We've arrived. Jason, world championships are in just a few days. I'm going to see you in what? About a week in Eugene, Oregon? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, even less. Even less. Oh, man. Can't wait. It's happening. Can you it believe really it's is. here? This is – I'm so pumped. I can't wait. This is This is so exciting. It's Which all I go com- for more days, but I'm still four days is, is amazing. You're coming at just the right time, right in the middle there. Excitement will be at an all time high when you're there. You got tickets to every session? I did. Um <clears throat> listeners coming through. Yeah, and actually I want to start off by saying thank you to David M, Randy M, Brian P, and Donald C. All gave me one ticket. Just reached out and I, there were other people who reached out as well but they're all just like hey yeah i got an extra ticket or i want to get you a ticket and uh i can't thank you enough that was that was beyond generous listen people out there might be thinking hey should i start a podcast and the answer to that is if in 12 years from now there's a big important event that you want listener support not not getting there but getting the getting the good tickets or getting yeah, just getting in the door Getting in the door because you know it's going to be tough. Start a podcast and then in just 12 short years, you can build up an audience. No, I can't. that's incredibly generous. That's awesome. You and I were joking about how you um, have just had good – not luck. I wouldn't say luck because you, you put in your time here. But you're getting to go to the meet and you're not breaking the bank. Some people are and it's going to be worth it for them regardless because, hey, the World Championships – have only been in the United States, well, zero times up to this point. So it's going to be worth it if you're a track fan. But I think you've basically done this show for free <laughs> for 12 years. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's no, it's, uh, yeah. And I, I was, you know, I was going to be happy to pay for it or whatever. But yeah, this is, uh, yeah, not even close to Break of the Bank. It was, this is, this is a beyond affordable trip that, uh, I don't know. I feel like I just, you know, if they see me, I'm, I'm going to buy everybody beers. That's just maybe that's what I'll do because I'm just have all this extra money I accounted for using <laughs> that I don't need to use now. And it's uh, it's very nice. It's weighing down your pockets. Yeah, basically. it's tough. I'm going to have to check another bag. Um, so, <laughs> But we are – you're also getting offers for drinks too. I feel it's true. emails. Yeah. I'm having a little bit of a weird situation here where, you know, I went to school at U of O. Yep. The World Championships – or in Eugene, I'm involved in the track and field world. So it's yes. like all these sort of worlds are colliding at once. Yeah. And an email, like I, let's, let's be, let's be clear here. I've not been, my phone is not ringing off the hook. I don't have 400 text messages every time I go look and see it, but let's just, I'm just getting more phone calls, texts, and emails this week than I have in a very, very long time. And I love it. And it's great. And then I was thinking about it. And I thought, this is probably never going to happen again. This is it. This is peak. I don't want to say popularity, but just peak Kevin's just, interest. Just Kevin's wheelhouse. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're we are inside the wheelhouse. There's exactly. Wheels everywhere. It does not get 
any more involved than I guess my wedding. That would have been the only. That might have been it. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, "Hey, what's that restaurant you guys are meeting at?" But I'm just, I'm happy to to field all the requests and try to make this work. Um, and meet up with people and see people. I'm super excited and do the shows. It's gonna be great. We've run into one complication though, <clears throat> already, which mm. I'm glad I'm catching it now. So I said before, we're gonna meet up for those runs at what time, Jason? Nine thirty-seven. Nine thirty-seven on July nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty-first. And we're going to meet the Otzen Canal footbridge because I thought, hey, there's a lot of parking at Otzen Stadium. Turns out they're charging for that parking, at least according to the document that I've seen. Mm. I don't know if they're going to charge at 9 in the morning. They might because there's – well, there's not morning sessions those days. Anyway, I don't want to complicate it. I don't want to confuse it. I think they might because those parking lots are going to be closed in the beginning part of the meet because the marathon goes right near there. Yeah. So I don't want to complicate anything. Um, So we're going to start the run at a location I think will have parking. Which is just down the way. It's on the it's on the the starting point of Priest Trail instead of part way about a mile into Priest Trail. So two hundred Day Island Road, D A Y Island Road, two hundred Day Island Road. I looked it up on Google in Alton Baker Park. That's where we're going to start the run from. That means it's going to be a longer trek from where you and I are staying. So I'm going to be very tired before I start the run, <laughs> which is not going to be good for me, but I think it'll be a better location. If something goes haywire again, uh, we'll post something so people can see, but that's the plan right now. If, if we're not there, something went really wrong and then just enjoy the rest of your run, go around priest trail and you'll have yeah. a great time. But our plan right now, 19th, 20th, 21st at nine thirty-seven, two 200 day Island road, Alton Baker park. It's at the, the beginning of priest trail. We'll be there. Right. Perfect. Sounds good. You excited? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was even hoping to to be able to run, but I just don't think the knees are going to take it. So, and the plan is still. Well, you're going to be there though with your yeah uh, yeah oh your, I'll be there okay. yeah for sure. You might you can fire the starter's uh, gun. Perfect. Yeah. No, <laughs> Set. You can run through the entries, and in lane four, um, Wild Duck. Though you're still planning to be there the 18th. Wild Duck, absolutely. 19th every, every night. 20th and 21st until they kick Jason out. He'll be I'm there. good at drinking beer. Much better than I am at running at this stage <clears> of my life. Day four. Day seven, we're going to do the pods. We got an email from Mike Z. I'm going to read it in the email section asking for Eugene recommendations. So I'm going to do that mm. at the end as well too because we got a lot to get to. We got some news and then we're going to do a fun preview segment. You came up with this idea, one storyline for every single running event. But I said, we'll add the twist that we have to predict the other person's favorite storyline for the event. Yes. So I wrote down all mine, and I'm going to be 100% honest. So I'm not going to try to win this game. So I wrote down my favorite storyline for every single running event in this meet. So Perfect, yeah. And I wrote down what I think yours is going to be. For every single one, and then I, of course, I have mine as well. Yeah, I I'm gonna freestyle yours because it was it. a lot of yeah. work just to come up with mine. Yeah, that's... I'm just I'm gonna be like, mm, okay, I'm actually I'm gonna make you go first on all of them, and then whichever mm. one didn't get picked. But okay, do you want to run through? You know what? We have some news, but I think all the news pretty much folds into the events that we're previewing. So yes. why don't we just incorporate? And all the news is involving mostly people not running. Nigel Amos suspended by the AOU because of a positive test. 
Gardner injured, Nian Saba injured, Jeff Chirchir injured. But I think we can talk about that when we get to those events. Does that sound good? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, some marathon fields were announced. Guess what? It's World Championship Week. That's not. That's not oh, right. yeah. That's true. We'll, we'll wait on that's, that. That's, yeah, that's well, two weeks from now. What's fine? Yeah. Literally, we're going to be, I don't want to say desperate to talk because there's like seven more di- Diamond Leagues. Yeah, there'll still be so many good meets. All right. Do you just want to go in 100, 200, whatever order, event order? Yeah, might as well. Easiest way to do it. Okay. So, what do you think? So, what would you start off men's men's hundred? Um, yeah, you're gonna guess mine. Yes. So I think what you're most excited about is that Andre DeGrasse is gonna take his out of nowhere performances to the next level and still medal somehow in this in this field. I did not choose that as my top storyline i i think i would have but then the news came out that he's still like battling covid like dealing with with covid that's been an issue for him so i just it's all part of the plan i just i i don't think he is gonna get in there so do you want me to tell you mine now or do you want me to guess yours Mm. how should i do Yeah, go ahead and tell me yours i just put u.s sweep because Mm, it's boring it's boring but after all the hang hand ringing last year about what happened to the U.S. track and field team—they can't win a gold medal. I just think this event is what day two. I think it just goes to show everything that we talked about last year, which is hey, these things really can be fluky year to year, and a whole bunch of silver medals and a whole bunch of bronze medals is still pretty close. I just think the U.S. starting off with a sweep, which is very possible in this event. Like you go through, yeah. If they don't get <clears throat> two medals like that, two medals should be their over under. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> they they just they have four guys, four guys in here, and arguably the four best guys in the field. So Jamaica is better than I thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year, mostly because Blake ran nine eighty five, which is crazy, and then uh, you know Seville ran that eighty six, and then Akeem Blake ran the ninety three. But you haven't seen those types of performances out on the circuit like you have with Curly and Bromel and Bracy and Coleman. Um, I guess Omanyala could get in there as well too, but with really outside of Kenya though, he hasn't, uh, hasn't shown much. Right. Well, he, yeah, he beat Curly there, but then the fact that Jacobs clearly isn't himself right now really opens things up. So I think this is ripe for the picking for the U S to get, to, to get a sweep with, with, you know, margin for error too, because they have four. Yeah, no, I yeah, I would not be surprised at all if they swept. But yeah, as I said, at least at least two. Um, and sorry, I meant to mention this at the top of the show as well. I wrote another odds thing mm. for uh, FanHubTF.com. Uh, probably get posted tomorrow or, or today when you'll be listening to this. So go check that out, please. Indeed. All right, I think your your storyline first step of a Fred Curley double. Yeah, it was Fred Curley. I mean, I didn't spe- specify the Fred Curley double necessarily, but I just said I said it's Cur- like it's, it's Curley the guy basically. All right, so I'm one for one. Yeah, good call. You're zero for one. Zero for one. <laughs> so uh, some of these I might have gone a little more serious, and other ones I might have gone a little you know out there. But either way, okay, two hundred. I'll go first now. Okay. So what is your top storyline on the two hundred? I mean, I'm guessing it's. Just a Knight and Lyles thing? I don't know. Do I, do I need to be more specific? I guess I would say 
can Knighton return the favor on Lyles? Yeah, this one is, I mean, it's just when it's so obvious, like yeah. where it's just like, hey, Lyles Knighton, like, you it, you know, you can make the, the jokes about it, you can come up with other stuff, but like in this case, this is the number one matchup I wanted to see for the week. Mm-hmm. Right, like this is this is the to me the number one like head to head thing. So Lyles Knighton, I mean, I, I don't really need much else. Mm-hmm. I won't even have you guess mine because, I mean, the thing I wrote down was does Knighton point at Lyles? Mm. See, I had um, Fanbelay going from eighth to third down the stretch. <laughs> oh, as mine? Yeah, man, you went very obscure with mine uh, like on it. a couple, not all of them, but I just I could picture him being, you know. 20 meters behind, 10 meters into the race, and then just like a freight train. Yeah. Just closing. Um, but also, I, I mean, Curly, I, I mean, can he be like, like, is it just Lyles Knighton or like Curly is a 9-7 guy? Like, is his, is he, in, you know, if he runs 19-6, would that be surprising? Not well, to me. again, you look at this start list, Jamaica's nowhere in this one. Yeah. So the, you know, the challenge is from outside the U.S. The U.S. gets four again. Adams of South Africa, who ran that 982 out of nowhere. Fan Belay, who's great. Dream Richards, who's running the 1980s this year as well, too. And then you got, you know, Aaron Brown and company in that nine, you know, nine, nine, high, nine, high, high 19s, low 20s. Excuse me. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Um, Which in the past could get you a medal. Uh, That's the days of, you know. Christoph Lamont running 1997 uh, and stealing a medal is is gone. Yeah, but even with the – like Josephus Lyles, is, he's the fifth guy for the U.S. And just based on entry times, he's what, ninth? One, two, three, four, five, six. So he's eighth on this list. His 1993 is eighth. I don't think there's any way the U.S. doesn't get four into the final in this. And this is another one where I think... Yeah, the, something has to go wrong. Yeah. The sweep may not happen because, again, long meet, lots can go wrong. But I'd, just, I'd be shocked if there's not two U.S. medals in this one. Yeah, totally agree. I think it's... I mean, you know, Knight and Lyles is obviously a cut above. But I also, yeah, wouldn't be shocked <clears throat> as a sweep either. Um, but yeah, Fondelay is really good. He'd be the guy who I could think could sneak in there because, like I said, he's just... His closing speed is so ridiculous. All right, let's go to the 400. You're better at this. You came up with way more creative answers than I did, so I think you're just going to lead off the entire way. What do you think my top storyline was for the 400? This, yeah, and this one wasn't as, as um, you know, uh, interesting, I suppose. But it's, it's, I mean, it's your Michael Norman redemption story complete. And it's, you've been talking about this for, for years. And the world record possibility, which is, you know, it's a small possibility, I think. But it's out there, and you've thrown it out there. So I think, I think that has mm-hmm. to be it. And especially you, with Gardner not running, unfortunately. It's it's now kind of the Michael Norman show. You nailed that one. You nailed that one, Jason. There's there's a reason why we've known each other for twenty years. Yeah. My actual word for word response sees parting for Norman. Right. Because with Gardner out, it's just now again, he hadn't Gardner hadn't run that much this year, which now you understand in retrospect. Right. So he, you know, him going in with a forty-four season's best, you still like Michael Norman's chances. But now that he's not there, again. But Gardner you know, hadn't lost in like whatever three years sure. or something. Yeah. Yeah, you respect the record for sure, because you, you have to. 
But again, this is the – let me just read the, the, the top group here based on times. Norman, 43.56. Champion Allison of the U.S., 43.7. Karani James, season's best, 44.02 from Grenada. Randolph Ross, 44.13. Gardner's out. Then Cherry, 44.28. Elijah Godwin, who didn't make the team, 44.34. So – Do you have to go a little further down that list, though? Well, I'm getting to your I, – I, I know what yours is. I know what you're no, saying. Everyone listening knows what mine is, but yeah. But my point is, this is basically the U.S. final plus Karani James. Pretty much, um, and my guy. Um, well, let me just say your pick. Yours yeah. is going to be can Wade. It's just something Wade Van Niekerk related. Can he yeah. medal now? I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> Which I guess is, you know, I mean, it's it's that that would still be unlikely, but yeah, just what does Wade have? I mean, obviously Norman is the, is the main story, <clears throat> and you have the, the college guys for the U.S. That'll be interesting, kind of see what they can do in this scenario. But yeah, for me, I mean, I still still holding out hope for Van Niekerk. Um, I mean, he should make the final if he's you know yeah. in in good shape, but obviously he's had, he's had a rough few years. So what you did the odds thing? The four hundred wasn't listed. I don't think. Yeah, I, it was going to be in my list, and then once Gardner pulled out, what I, do you I, think he would be? What favorite wise Norman? It's got to be big now at this point. Yeah, he would be. <clears throat> he'd be minus four hundred probably. <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. Nice job. <laughs> but I, on, I mean, that seems probably about right. I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, he, he is obviously just a cut above. I mean. I don't think Champion Allison's going to run. You know, is going to PR again. Maybe he will. Who knows? But like that to that, that's the only yeah. guy who's even you know, <clears throat> kind of within spitting distance, unless um, Van Niekerk or, or James getting a the time machine. I just think Norman just he needs him. If he has a forty three five, he's good. I just don't think anybody else can run forty three five. And we, you can make fun of me if yes, that ends up I, being I, I, no. I wrong. agree a hundred percent. And yeah, he did. He did it twice. So it's. If it we was a one-off, you a six you and could, a five, right? Yeah, but you know, like I mean, it's, he's he looks right, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know, that's obviously the biggest, yeah, the biggest thing at this point. So um, I everything guess, is breaking his way in but, a way. You know, and then the we had twenty nineteen, twenty twenty one. Like things haven't all come together for for Norman yet. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to believe it until he crosses that line. Yeah. Which but he should. This this should be it. This this is this is the year it all comes together. And maybe if all those guys weren't full strength, he'd still be able to beat them. But it just makes it. Yeah, a lot no, gar- no Gardner. You know, a fully healthy Gardner, I think, is a <clears throat> is a coin toss. You know, if yeah. obviously if he was healthy throughout the season and everything, because you know he's run forty three five as well, and, and he's he's right there. So, but nah, I just can't see anybody else going close. This thing could turn in. Again, I'm not going to count it until it actually happens and the time's up on the board, but this could be a blowout. Because, yeah. again, I'm talking him running a PB, and if he runs 43-3 or 43-2, I don't think anybody's going to get near it. It's just so tough. I know the college kids have did really well at USA's, but in the 400, it's just so grueling. Another yeah, another no, week, and yeah. then and then you're really just left with Karana James. And Wade Van Niekerk, of course. Thank you. Okay, 800. 
You want to guess mine? I think you'll be able to nail mine. Uh, Bryce Hopple winning in 147? <laughs> no, I put one less 800 to watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I kid. I kid. Yeah. Let's see. Yours is probably who is the next Pierre Ambrose boss? Yeah, I was trying to find a way to go back to... Uh, well, I was going to do Nigel Amos, too, and then he was out. Yeah. Uh, kind of last minute threw me off there. Uh, I couldn't get my <clears throat> my Spanish guy in there. Um, so, yeah, it was just, like, complete just, hey, this is this is complete nonsense. Like, let's see what happens. It was just, all right, this, I might as well be watching, you know, some high school meet where I've never heard of any of these guys. So do you have it? Do you have a storyline or you're, no? No, you're, it's you're, just it's just the complete chaos that it is. Like there's no there's no one runner or anything I'm in particular. It's just like, hey, let's see what comes out of this mess. Okay, that's a fair fair pick. It could just be interesting. It it, it passed the the th- the threshold of so so ridiculous that it turns out to be sort of interesting. I thought a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, my top ten right now that I have. I know we had Noah write in with his his top fifteen. I disagree with some of it, but I have Wenyoni, Mula, Arop, Kinyamal, Bergen, Zahafi, Benjamin Robert, Peter Bull, Bryce Hopple, and Sajadi. But there's guys not on the list that could, could win, win gold. gold. Yeah, literally could win gold, and that's the only event where I would love to have seen odds on this one. That would have been hilarious. I literally was like, "There's zero chance I'll do this because I don't. I wouldn't know what to do. Like I have no." You'd have to put 15 guys on it. Yeah. And I. Every, every one of them is. The best just, one would be five, six to one on the high, you know, the absolute. Yeah. And I know who that would be. Like maybe it's when Yoni, but I don't, I don't feel good about anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, be curious to see if it's remotely fast. Like even one, like I, I wouldn't be surprised again if it's like not 145, if it doesn't clear 145. I mean, that would be wild. I think it Isn't could that what, be. I mean, that's, that was last year, right? Yeah, I. Th- but that was more just the tactics of the race. I think it's capable. Well, and that everybody was slow. Well, <laughs> but they could have run faster than that. I'm I mean, not saying, yeah, we're not going to see one. Four, I don't think we're going to see one forty one, one forty two. I mean, we maybe we could see one forty two high. If we see one forty three, I would be. I think we'll see one. Surprised, I think we'll see one forty three unless they just decide that they're here to torment us. I mean, uh, you know, and half these guys have run one forty three, so it's like it's certainly not impossible. I just, I don't know. I just hope it's the messiest, most ridiculous race, and they finish like six across, like in the high hurdle or something. <laughs> it's the the most uh, poetic ending to the race. So Amos, we talked about um, him at the top briefly. He's been provisionally suspended by the AIU for a positive test. Uh, for GW fifteen sixteen, which I didn't hear mm. about, but apparently is a it's a big, big deal. One. Well, it's really dangerous. Is it? Uh, oh, I yeah. Was just joking. I have no idea what that means. I yeah. thought that was the year he took it. No fifteen six. No. Uh, they you can see the. It says their tweet says the WADA accredited laboratory that analyzed the sample notified the AU of the finding on July twelfth, which is literally today. So. Uh, they got this one out there quick because of obviously the uh, impending world championships. But GW fifteen sixteen, um, like really really dangerous in terms of causing cancer. Oh wow! So um, 
it's not I, I I saw somewhere that like Wada put out like a special alert when this drug started popping up where it was basically like, I mean they're gonna say don't take any drugs obviously because they're Wada but they're like for real don't take <laughs> this, this one's one. real bad even yeah. outside of track yeah yeah so here here I'm reading on the you saw the website it was pulled from clinical trials when it was found to cause cancer which means it has not undergone human studies and is not safe to use some websites selling GW1516 tried to discredit the clinical trial outcomes by arguing that animals were given large doses of this compound, and that's what, why they got cancer. While true athletes should recognize that this is how clinical trials are designed to identify risky substances. Yeah. <laughs> animals are given large doses for a short time to see if they get sick. If they do, the drug company will usually abandon the research and look for safer substances. Uh, so, yeah, they don't offer a, a TUE for this. Um, I guess it says in 2017 there were 31 sanctions worldwide but this is the first i'm seeing it. again i'm not i'm admittedly not keeping up with every single supplement or every single drug that's that's being used but yeah so he is he is suspended um and we'll wait to see how long the ban is so changes things just a little bit in the 800 as well and obviously yeah can, i mean uh, once, once finish, we get to spend gonna finish eighth or ninth yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're all going to talk ourselves in before the final, like, well, maybe Nigel Amos can do it. He's run 141. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Listen, I'm on record with... Uh, oh, no, and Kevin has called it every single time since 2012, basically, yeah. that uh, it's it's not relevant. And we'll when we get the official word and all that other stuff, we'll, we'll have time to talk about his career as a whole once we see what happens. But wanted to mention that happened right before we started recording, so if any other news comes up, it was after we recorded. Let's keep rolling. Men's 15, what do you think was my top storyline? Um, I think I put uh, if – is Kib Sang or Chariot a rival to, to Lil Britson, basically? Like is, is either one of them an actual threat? Or is it the, you know, the crowning of the next five whatever years? <clears throat> okay. That's a good pick. Maybe this doesn't qualify as a storyline, but this is what I wrote. I'm just going to read you what I wrote. That's yeah. just that's what this pod's going to be about. Men's 1500, colon, just an all-out banger. That's it. That's, spoiler, that's basically what I wrote for the 5000. Oh, well, I wrote something even more For you. That. I mean, that I, was my guess. Oh. Question for you. It was just like, just this, this race is just loaded. It's just yeah, loaded. hint, you're probably going to get that one right. I wrote something <laughs> similar flavor. Listen. I mean, I, I guess if I thought about this more and I got even more track nerdy, it's just all the front runners, all the aggressive racers in one race after the several years where very few people wanted to do it or even nobody wanted to do it. That's just what makes this so exciting. I mean, I guess you could say Jakob double potential too because if he pulls this off, Jace, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Where does that rank in terms of easy doubles for you? <laughs> Fifteen five, yeah. That's almost not an easy double at all. That's almost just a very difficult double. It's very hard. Especially Let's with these look fields. At this. this would be ridiculous because both these fields are insane. Yeah. So let's go through what his what his schedule would look like. Day two, fifteen hundred heats. Uh, day three, fifteen hundred semis. Okay. Uh, day four, Jason is there. Yeah. <laughs> and time. Well, he has that day off. Sorry. That's <laughs> nah, all right. Day five. I need, I need, a, I need a warm up day. You know, I don't want to be jet lagged from that hour and a half flight. <laughs> day five, 1500 final. So he goes two days in a row, then off 1500 final. Day six, he's off. 
day oh, seven. Beautifully. Day seven, five thousand heats. Day he'd eight, be he would that. be day day eight. He'd be off. Day nine, he's off, and then the final day is the five thousand final. So it's good job, schedule do- makers, on this one at least. <laughs> good job, guys. I am not clapping sarcastically. But yeah, that that couldn't really set up much better. I think you are more optimistic about his chances in the fifteen. You see him as more of an unbeatable force than than I do. I, I still do. think I think Kip saying Cherry Tafera could all get him, and Hor was somewhat in the vicinity on the in the pre classic, but. I think yeah, I, I think there's just a lot of quality right now, and you can't discount those guys. But Jakob is the, the the favorite, obviously. Yeah, he's the class for sure, and then the field is very very good. I just I think it's I just how crazy good I believe that he is. Chariot, obviously, I'm not not counting him out by any means, but dude hasn't won a race this year. Seems weird. Zero zero races. I believe so. I think that's what I looked up. Um, wow. Well. Good time to win one. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's finished sixth, second, 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 third. Which is weird because he used to just go one, one, one. Yeah, one. Exclusively one. ones. Now, Abel, Kip, Abel Kipsang, you know, has won like 13 races because he's run. He's run a week. lot. I'm worried about that. Again, Jakob is best position to pull it off in the five. All right. I didn't guess yours yet. Yeah. Yours is going to be, what's the team score like between Norway, Kenya, and Great Britain and the U.S.? No, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's some variety of that. Yeah, it's just the Jakob okay. show, basically. I just I just want to see, like, I, I'm, I've bought all the way in on, and it's, uh, you know, man, I can't believe I'm buying in on this guy who's done nothing but dominate since <laughs> really? 12. Um, yeah. But, like, where it's just like, I'm like, no, it's, it's already over. He's, he's the king. Let's just get on with the coronation kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I that's that's basically why I think is like, hey, is he going to just um, Faith Kipyagon this field? Yeah. Or is this going to be real close? All right. Let's go. Let's go to the steeple. I put the steeple next. Yeah. Yours is going to be – well, you talked about the world record. So I'm going to guess that yours is could we get a world record in the steeple? That is exactly right. Boom. You know, and I put I put small, small chance, but on the table, yeah, I think it is. Germa? When, when two guys are good like that, it gives you a shot. El Bacali could be a great – a lot of people are talking Knight and Lyles, Jason, but I'm talking El Bacali, Germa. I don't blame them. This is, this is really good. <laughs> All right, you want to guess mine? Yeah, I mean, I basically just put El Bacali, Germa. I mean, just, just the squaring off of these two guys. I wrote down the year of the steeple. Oh, That's okay. Simple. I like it. Just a continuation of of a great event. Two seven fifty eights. It's a big. It's a comeback of the yeah of the steeple, which is and, nice. And there's a big gap, just in terms of seasons best, lifetime best. Nobody else has run faster in the field than eight oh six. Consensus hasn't run faster than eight oh six. Oh no, he's run eight flat. Sorry, I was gonna say I was like that sounds not right, but but, but he's a, run a bunch a this while. year. He's run a bunch this year, and he hasn't run that fast. So I'm comfortable saying the fastest. I think the season's best counts because then you got you look at Jager. Oh yeah, flat. No, no. I I expect. I mean, I think within three laps this should be a two man race. Ooh, I like it. Who doesn't love a good steeple duel? Yeah, that's that's a good one. Great. All right, five thousand. So I guess I would guess 
I guess, I would guess, I will predict that you're going to say Jakob, the storyline would be can Jakob ascend to an even higher level? Yeah. Not gonna, people would say goat after this, but that would just be you'd say goat of what? Not the yeah. mile, not the 5,000. No, he wouldn't be the goat. No, but, not even close. Because he's 19. Yeah. Whatever. But Same yeah, it's, it's the Jakob. Yeah. It's the Jakob double. It's the, you know, in this, I, I, you know, I think he's a 1,500 runner first, and he's obviously great at the 5,000 as well, but he's the class of a really great 1,500 meter field. And then an equally, if not better, 5,000 meter field. And it's his second event. So mm-hmm. this would be a lot. I mean, you know, yeah. he, I, I think he'll be right in there. But I, I mean, man, if he pulled off a double goal here, that would be, that'd be insane. All right. You want to guess mine? Yeah. I basically just put just a stupidly loaded race. I wrote could be the best race of the meet. So I'll give you credit for that. Okay. That's a, yeah, that gets point. So let's look at these names in this race. Uh, you have Kip Career and Crop who come in after running 1246. Nobody would have picked them before that race. And then they ran just such a ridiculously fast time. You have to give them the time of day. You have Aragawi, Kajelka, Borega for Ethiopia and, and Idris. They get four in because they have a wild card entry. Then you have Joshua Cheptegei. Gold medalist from Tokyo, gold medalist from Doha, and then you have yeah, you mentioned um, a double world record holder in like eighth. Well, I'm just going down the list. No, here. I know, but that's that just shows you like how crazy this field is. Yeah, and then you have Cheptegei, or sorry, um, Inga Britson, Mohamed Fisher's in there. Yeah, as well. So there's a there's an American angle there, but. Unless a lot of these dudes just got out of shape in the last month, there's no way this can be bad. It really can't. There's, I mean, that's legit 10 guys. Because Kenya, oh, here's why I should have picked Kenya's drought. It's yeah. It's been a while since they've gotten gold in a 5,000. So Kenya being in the mix, in addition to Jakob going with the double and the Ethiopian group of four there being awesome. And you just, got, what, six countries going at it too? I like that. You know how I love different countries. U.S., Norway, Uganda, Canada, Ethiopia, Kenya. Yeah, Penn, Nebraska. I mean, you got a lot <laughs> of – got a lot of – yeah. And, and again, I don't – we've seen most of these people fairly recently because you look at the season's best, 46, 46, 50, 52, 54, 55, 57, 57, 58. And then Ingebrigtsen's there at 02. And you're going to say Ingebrigtsen's not in shape? Yeah, right. There's yeah, a- and it's like, okay, so let's say two of them two of them no show. Yeah. Okay, then you got eight dudes. And who could yeah. all run 12:40 on anything any given day. Yeah. Um it's please it's- no stupid DQs in this race in the prelim. That's I'm worried about that. Yeah. I have my my radar up for that. I hope another that one I didn't want to do odds for because it was just too hard. <laughs> it was too much. Well, when the going gets tough, Jason's yep, like, yeah. I just said, nah, you know what? I'm going to do 10 events. And this one was too good. <laughs> He's pass. <laughs> All right. 10,000. I got a, I got one for this. Okay. But I'm going to let you go first. Or I'll let you guess what you think mine is first. Uh, I, I just, I put all the doubles. Because mm. you got so many five and tens crossover um ethiopia decided not to uh, not allow all of their runners 
to run two events. Um, you got Fisher and Ahmed and um, whoever yeah. else. And Chepta Guy. Yeah. So, Chepta I mean, guy. like, there, there's, there, there's, there's, like, six guys doing the double. And so it's just – that's always interesting to me. Yeah, I like the way Ethiopia did their team this, t- this time. It's still not perfect, but No, better. but better. <laughs> okay, that's a good pick. You're wrong. I went with Uganda v. Ethiopia. Mm. Dual meet status. North America is offended by this. Okay. They get to combine forces. So Uganda versus Ethiopia versus North America. So that gives a shot for Fisher and Ahmed and Klecker. But listen, Cheptegei and Kiplimo. Kiplimo just ran a pretty good 3K. I think he's fit. I think they're going to go out hard. And then Ethiopia is obviously rolling deep. Aragawi, Borega again. So... Kenya is a little bit MIA in this one. Yeah, they they're, really are. They're all they're all in on they they focused on the five, which is it's good. But yeah, I, I think this is going to be a good race. Um, between the, I think it's going to come down to those two countries. I think Ahmed and Fisher could definitely medal. Yeah, but it's tough sledding. Oh, it, it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely there's tough. more depth distance wise than I feel like there's been in a while. Yeah. Yeah, because you brought up before how many countries were going to be represented. Usually it was consolidated between just a couple, and then when you can only bring three or f- four, then you get to the World Championships or the Olympics, and you look around. All right, well. Oh my God, that's five guys, and they're all, you know, it's yeah. like two, two Kenyans will be great, and two Ethiopians will be great. But Yeah, um, exactly. The floor is way higher. And I think World Champs is just deeper because you get that wild card yeah, entry in there. And, and if it's... You know, if you get the Diamond League champion from one country and then the – well, this isn't relevant for the 10,000 because it's not the Diamond League. But you get that one. Like you could get Jamaica having four entries in, and the U.S. having four entries, one being the reigning champion and one being Diamond League. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. could get – those are two extra people added from power countries. That that makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um all right, I think you went with – let's see. What did you go with? Let me look at the starting list. Does Fisher sit and kick and annoy Jason again? <laughs> uh, if you can do it in this field, I will – all the respect in the world. Tip of the cap to you, sir. Yes. that's. Um, yeah, I kind of was going with – yeah, but it just where can Fisher fit in? Um, mm. uh, uh, you know, and he's already performed well on this stage, but like – you know, can, has he taken it to like a next level? Ahmed mm-hmm. has already proven himself in that way as well. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of curious with with this kind of depth of the field. Like, hey, I mean, Fisher finishes sixth. There's no shame in that. Right. But it'll be interesting to see if he's like in the late stages of the race. All right, we got to keep. I'm looking at the clock now. We have the bunch of events to go. We haven't touched the women's, so we got to <laughs> keep going. Men's high hurdles. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna say oh, yeah. you're going yeah. with world record. You like world records. You're a big uh, world record fan. Well, actually, well, so I actually thought that you yours was the the Holloway world record that you've been predicting for two years. No, I don't feel good about it anymore. That's Maybe I the, should. my thing. Was actually kind of like, I don't know, is Holloway like should he be the, even a big favorite or a medium mm. favorite? Mm. He's been not better than anybody else this year. There's you know, wait, not better Cunningham's than anybody. Well, anybody? No, but he, no, I mean, Cunningham's been just as good as Holloway this year. 
Well, Allen's, Allen's been as good or better. Indoors. Indoors, always better. Yeah, that was six months ago. Okay. Fair. Fair counterpoint. All right. This and is then he, and, he, and he pulled out of the biggest race of the season so far. So, yeah. A little scared. I think I'm going to go with. All right. Well, this is mine. You just want to hear mine? Yeah. Because it's not what you said. Okay. Mine is, is this the race that we thought we were going to get at USA's? Okay. Yeah. And, like, Holloway could, could – I mean, if Holloway shows up big and runs 12-9, like, no surprise there. But, like, he hasn't done anything to guess that this year. He's run, like, four or five outdoor hurdle races. Um, he lost yeah. – you know, he's, he's run 13-0 a couple times, but so is everybody else. Yeah. He scratched a lot of races. He scratched the one in Bermuda with the wind. New York, he got beat. There was a, that one in Florida. He didn't run. The weather was bad. And then didn't run finals at USA's. Yeah, so he's literally run two meets, or two two finals, and then two heats at, at USA's. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of, I don't know. If it's run, if it's one in 12-8, do you think he can get there? Or do you think Allen's the only guy right now who can go 12-8? <sighs> um... I mean, he's obviously done it. I just, man, it seems, and he kind of did it out of nowhere a little bit last year. He was obviously running much better last year than he was this year. Yeah. And running way more often. Like, he ran a dozen times last year. Yeah. Um, if it, yeah, if it's 12-8, I mean, I, I guess it's on the table. I, I would be shocked if it's 12-8, to be honest. But if you made me pick who won if it was 12-8, I'd say it's Allen. So, you're picking Allen to win? No. Well, I, I think I definitely think he can, but I don't think, like, in the past, you would have gone Holloway versus the field. Like, I don't think it's even close to that. No, because they've all shown flashes, and I think you've got to throw Hansel in there. I say Hansel absolutely belongs in there. He's, he's only run, you know, five times this year, but he hasn't lost. He's run 13-0 like everybody else. Every American well, belongs in there. I think you've got to put Roberts in there. He just won. He just yeah, so better. Roberts has only run one good race this whole year. But yeah. it was at US, it was at the biggest race of the year, so yeah. who, who knows? Right. And and hurdles can be can be about you know getting in the the groove sometimes. Um, so I just think this race is kind of wide open across five guys. All right, four hurdles. I'm going to guess your storyline. It is yes. the following. Please, Karsten. Please. <laughs> Am I right? Yep, that hundred percent. Just. Okay. Just please let me let, let him get to the final. That's all I that's all I want um, for him to you know. Obviously, he, he can kind of jog whatever mm-hmm. forty seven high through through the rounds or whatever it is and, and be okay. But I mean, when he has to take it to what it's going to take to beat Benjamin and Dos Santos, that, I mean yeah. that, that could be a difference. Who know? I it's you know it's it's obviously we we don't know, but a hamstring is not ideal. It would seem new. <laughs> New. I'm uh, looking. Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying our friend Nick Sicardi wrote an article with some great Warhol quotes in it. Talks about the road back from the injury, and one of the quotes is saying that the damage is is healed, and they had to start from scratch, going over small hurdles and then bigger hurdles. And one quote really stuck out to me. Carson Warholm has always struck me as a guy who doesn't really pull punches. 
oh, says, sure. says how he feels. And this is the quote that stuck out to me. Quote, and this is on Nick's article on uh, NBC Sports. I think I'm in good shape and all the work done before I got the injury. But for now, if my hamstrings can't take that power it takes to run, I have a big problem, said Warholm, whose injured right leg is his trail leg when hurdling. We go flat out when we run the finals, and that's where it becomes difficult, I think. I've been going, say, 96% in training and haven't felt anything, so I don't know what's between there and 100%. And that is where I'm going to find out the days coming up to the championships. But I'm very focused on doing the things right because every day counts in the rehab, so that's where we are right now. I think that's what everybody assumed, and that's everybody's fear. Hey, you can run 90% and be fine, but 90% is not going to get you gold against this field or really in any in any world championship right it's just yeah there are those certain people who i mean you know it's and it's a credit to dos santos and benjamin how good they are um but you're right yeah i mean you you can't you know he needs to be a hundred percent in order to win this race because it's going to take sub 46.5 for sure i think and possibly faster than that and i don't think we're gonna know for sure until we get to the final yeah because i, I think he can go through f- qualifying running oh, 48s and jog. jogging exactly yeah. and not looking any worse for wear so we're gonna be robbed a bit of the anticipation because that question is going to be lingering or it's going to be answered if he goes out in the in the first or second round and that's it and then that's our that's our nightmare scenario if it doesn't like how do you rank the other two i have dos santos as like a fraction <clears throat> ahead of benjamin right now mm. but i i, I, mean, I do fraction Three fourths, yeah, <laughs> seven eighths. I, I think it's you know it's it's so like let's say if Warholm just did not start at all, I would have it like fifty two forty eight Dos Santos right now. But interesting, that's you know I mean Dos Santos is but Benjamin had a slight setback earlier, um, but Benjamin's run to obviously his high end. You know he's run forty six one. Yeah, it's fast. So, yeah. yeah, I mean it's to me they're they're basically a coin flip. Um, but so that's why, I mean, I guess with you with, hey, Ry Benjamin finally has a chance. This is your guy. Yeah, it would be interesting. Benjamin and Norman get it, the training partners. Right, that's right. From USC. They get it done in the same year. A little bit different scenario in the foreign hurdles. A little bit different last couple of years, just in general. Because Benjamin's obviously came to play at both championships. And oh, just, he's been unbelievable. He's been the second best in history, you know. Yeah, and Warhol's right. just yeah. been been better. But yeah, I think I don't know. I, I'm with you. I think it's fifty fifty. I think I might give a. I think I might flip it the other way though. Yeah, that's fair. And, I mean, honestly, it's Benjamin, <laughs> but it's it's close, and I do think. It's silly to pick against Warholm not knowing, but when he's saying, I don't know, like a week or two before, hey, we don't know what's going to happen when it goes to 100. Yeah, and the fact that he said 97, you know, like that's pretty pretty close, but it is it leaves yeah, that doubt in your mind. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's scary enough, and the hamstring is just one of those things that takes forever, it seems like, to heal. Um, right, and this, this sucks. It sucks that we're in this position because this is the one race. That we really were hoping for. Really yeah, wanted to see this, and it and it, and it still could deliver. Like it could be, yeah, you know, everything we want it to be. I would w- that wouldn't surprise me either. But it's, I'll definitely be holding my breath throughout the rounds. If he gets, if he gets there, I think it's going to be a huge accomplishment. He's in the mix. I think it's a huge accomplishment. And then if he wins, you're like, all right, well, I guess the injury injury wasn't that bad. But then, but even then, gets... like to not finish a race before the championships this year would be oh, crazy. 
Yeah, it's it's a, be a remarkable accomplishment. I just think in the injury is looming over all of it, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that. I've seen this movie before. I don't like it. I don't like injuries, Jason. I'm just gonna go on the record and say <laughs> it's a it's a hot take. Not a big injury guy myself. Yeah, uh, I think they're part say. of the game. You know, I when I play Madden, I always keep them on. I never turn them off for sure. Really? No, I always turn them off. That's annoying. <laughs> It's like, oh, great. Awesome. Torn ACL for my quarterback. <laughs> Terrific. This is fun this for is Jason Helton, this character I built to lead the Bears. All right. Tell me about the – you want to go to the marathon now? Four by one, four by four? I'll let you pick. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't really do anything for the marathon, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I still – I'm excited. It's still a solid field. Yeah. Um, but didn't really – didn't write that one out. I put for mine – that is this Rupp's best, you know, chance, best remaining chance to get. Let's mm, go on. Get that medal, right? Or get that, get that crowning moment. But I did look through the fields. You know, Ethiopia's got Decisa, Tola, uh, Garamu, Chirono, Kimor, and Kiptum from Kenya. I think Nagi and Abdi are going to be factors. Yeah, it won't, be, it won't be easy for sure. Oh, no, it's going to be real hard. It just, I feel like I've picked Toronto the last couple times just because he's so dang consistent. I think I might stick with him. But, yeah, it's going to be difficult for Rupp to medal. Yeah, very, I mean, and, especially we, we just don't know where he's at right now even, really. Nope. We do not know at all. So... We shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. I mean, uh, hey, either way, it's a it's a high level merit. I mean, the guys you named, like that's that's a like a medium level major marathon field <laughs> like right there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. We got an email too from Taylor asking why the world championships marathon is not viewed as prestigiously as the other world championship events. Or am I the only one who thinks that? Obviously, no, this he's right. has garnered some interest from American marathoners with it taking place in the U.S., but it doesn't seem to have quite the same pull as every other track and field event. If you were a professional marathoner, would you rather win a world championship gold or a world marathon major of your choosing? That's Taylor from Columbus. I mean, I'd rather... Whew. I, major. I'd rather win a major. Major is there's definitely more money, money. involved. <laughs> That's the thing. Do you need the money? <clears throat> Which, you're, if you're a runner, you probably do. Um, hey, do you want money? I but, know I do. Man, a gold medal looks really cool on a mantle. Um, the I don't know if there was a meeting at some point a few years ago where all the top marathoners got together and said, hey, let's just ignore this one. Yeah. But it does have a lower participation rate than the Olympics when it comes to the Pretty big drastically, names. yeah. Some people, good people do show up, but you see a lot of withdrawals and you see a lot of DNSs too. Like they'll just start it because they want to, they want to represent their country. But sometimes... They run the race as if they have no intention of finishing it, which is and then they want to run a fall. You know, they want to run a fall marathon. Yeah, sometimes yeah. two months later or whatever it is. Um, yeah, yeah yes. so it's. I mean, I think he's absolutely right that it doesn't get the respect that you know Olympics or, or world most world marathon majors do. It's yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's mainly a calendar. Th- I, I don't know exactly what it is. Obviously, Olympics still just holds that special special place. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a pretty drastic, you know, if you, if you were like, Hey, I can run, you know, a fall marathon and mm-hmm. make whatever the, the amount is, you know? Um, but that's a big, you know, if you're a marathoner, you don't get a ton of paychecks throughout the year. 
Yeah. It seems like. So it's hard to give one away. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of it, except the Olympics are just special because it's the Olympics. Yeah. So there's a carve out for that. But other than that, it's like, hey, run the races where you can make money. So, all right, four by one and four by four. Do you have anything for those? Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're probably on the on a similar <laughs> place with both of those. Um, whereas, I mean, four by one is, hey, this Jamaican team is apt. All right. Well, I'm thinking of the women's side. Sorry. So that's the but that's when I think of four by one. I'm just thinking of that women's Jamaican team and what they can do. Um, yeah, we're on the men's. Where we're men's. jumping ahead of that. Uh, but even the, the men's U.S. team. I mean, can they get the baton around? That's really yep. all it is. They're they're so much better than everybody else. But if they don't win a medal, I will not be surprised one bit. Yep, that's what I wrote. Can the U.S. get the stick around? And then four by four, we talked about the world record potential. Yeah, it's possible. Before so, all right. Let's jump to the women's side. Yes. Before we do that, a word from our sponsor. Just kidding. Okay. What do you got? Women's 100. Hit me with it. Uh, I mean, it's just the GOAT. Shillian Fraser-Price going for it again. That's what I was I was assuming you're going with. I mean, obviously, her versus Thompson and in Jackson, but, you know, all of Jamaica. But I, if, if I had to get it down to one, it's, it's Shillian Fraser-Price still doing it. Yep. Gold 14 years apart? Is that what it would be? Yeah, 2008. 08. Yeah. Um. So, you know, if you count 08 and you count 22, that's 15 years. But I don't know how you do it either way. It's incredible. <laughs> Long time. All right. I no think one does that. <laughs> you went with the Thompson Hurrah World Championship curse because you like curses. I, that, is, that is true. I absolutely did that um, because it's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> because it makes literally no sense. None at all. So that's why I'm just like, <laughs> hey, like Shillian Fraser-Price is still, you know, I mean, how do you not love Shelley Fraser Price? She's absolutely incredible. But why can't Elaine Thompson show up in World Championship years? Um, and you know, she should easily win. Like the three Jamaicans are just better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And sorry, U.S. is you know a lot of young talent there. But if the Jamaicans are right, they just aren't on the same level. Shrika Jackson is interesting to me because yeah. of how well she just and put that's together. Two, even more in the two hundred for me. But <clears throat> yeah, and last year you see she gets bronze in. The 100 and then doesn't make it out of the first round in the 200 because of whatever reason. Didn't run through the line. Something going on there. But she could have very easily come into – been a two-time medalist in Tokyo coming in. I guess three-time with with the 4 by one But, I mean, she's been running great this year, the one and the two. So, I'm curious. Yeah, she's got four bronzes in her career. Yeah, in the 400. Right? Yeah, three, uh, three 400s, yeah, yeah, and 100, yeah. So I think I think she's a bit of a wild card. I just – I'm leaning – or I'm going with Frazier. I think I went – I made my picks before. I think I'm, I went Frazier, Price, Jackson, and then Thompson. But I think this is a Jamaican sweep. Yeah, should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless something goes wrong, I think I – think, like I said, I just think that the class class of the field, and I agree, Shelly and Frazier, Price, I think will win it. All right, 200. What do you got? Uh, I think I went with you going Abby Steiner. Can she, is she a chance to win? (laughs) No, I went with, does Sharika get her moment? Yeah. Which is like what we were talking about before. Is that finally it? Does she break through and get a gold? Yeah. I I mean, I think that's, I mean, she she ran 21.5, which even, you know, she basically, what Thompson ran last year that blew us all away was what, two one hundredths faster. Um, yeah. So yeah. even if Thompson goes up a level and Jackson is that level, that's still 
you know, who, who knows who wins. Um, and really, you know, uh, Fraser Price is in here. She's, you know, she's, she's the by far and away the greatest hundred meter runner ever. She's had an totally fine 200 meter career, but, um, I actually think it's Jackson, uh, Thompson and Steiner are at a different level than everybody else. Like those Jackson, Thompson, Haran, Steiner. Yes. Yeah. Like, sure. like, like Fraser, like Fraser <clears throat> Price, I wouldn't expect to medal him in the 200. Cause... That's what I wrote down for you. Will Fraser Price medal? Are you saying that's not it? <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I was, I, I, so I was going with just, I, I, I mean, I guess it was a combo of things. I kind of, I kind of, pick Steiner for you, but I also picked Steiner for me a little bit. I'm like, okay. is she, you know, I mean, she ran 21 seven. She's run sub 22 three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, I feel like she's, you know, she's not a lock for a medal. Cause it's, it's really hard to do. Um, especially with a long season, but like, I think she's a legit gold medal threat, which is pretty crazy. Steiner. Yeah. I think there's just that first level with Jackson. And then I think, Thompson I mean, Rock can get there if she's great. And yeah, then I Jackson's think, the favorite, without question. I think Steiner can fit into that that second group, which she could go up to silver, I think. And if she runs the way she's been running, I don't think she'll fall too far beyond fourth. Um, but then if she's just a little bit off, you know, tired, what have you. Yeah, she's just been... It gets deep. It gets, it gets, because you have, then you have the Tamara Clarks, the Prandinis, the Fraser. Like, Fraser Price isn't going to run bad. Cameron no. G's not going to burn bad. But, uh, but Steiner's just been better than, ever, than all of them. Like it's, yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's without question been the second best 200-meter runner in the world this year. With like, It's not even close. It's not a conversation. Do you know what's wild? I just realized this. Miller Weibo's entered in the 200. Is she really? Yeah. I wow, that would have made my list. <laughs> Let's see, though. I mean, Do I know it didn't go well last year. Hold on. Is there overlap? Finals are the... Seven and eight. Hold oh, yeah, on, she is on here. Semi. Semi. Oh, wow. I think they are spaced out. It's like wow. prelim, prelim. Yeah. Yep. It goes. Hold on. Where's women's foreign first round? Yeah. It goes four, two, four, two, four, two. With finals. I mean, Actually, hold on. Maybe she's there's no the twos back to back, but you get what I mean. They don't yeah, have she's to. She's going to kind of walk to the four, so <clears throat> yeah, depends how you know how fast she wants to go in that. But that could definitely throw a wrench in it. I mean, like I said, it didn't work for her last year, but there was some sort of injury or something with that, and she obviously just didn't even. No, she had the back to back races. Well, yeah, she didn't get the effort sucks. in the final at all, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is you know totally fine. Um, but that that's interesting. Yeah, fully fully good uh miller Weibo, and obviously she'll be running 400s in between so maybe it's not a fully good uh miller Weibo, but yeah that's she's a metal threat without question you could have a final of jackson well you could have three jamaicans three americans and then asher smith and miller Weibo or ken Bungie and ophili yeah that's gonna be pretty good i'm talking myself into this 200 i'm never i've never been let down loaded. by 200 <laughs> It's great. It's a great race. All right, women's four hundred. I'm guessing you went with Miller Weibo margin of victory. Yeah, just how fast can Miller Weibo go? Good. Yeah, um, I like that one. I mean, she's what the last two championships she ran like forty-three fast. both times. Very very fast. Yeah. Um, within, I think they were like within a couple hundredths. 
Um, so maybe that's just her her baseline performance for yeah. for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's obviously just the class of the field, and she's fun to watch. Okay, what do you exactly think? I what I predicted for you. No, I went with this. Oh, wide open for bronze. Yeah, that's true. Because you have Paulino, Paulino up there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, in a way, I think Paulino's closer to gold than she is to bronze, the way she's been running this year. But then bronze is going to be open between Diggs from the U.S., McLeod from Jamaica. There's just a lot of people in the, in the mix for that one. Um, let's go to the eight, though. Why don't you guess mine first? Because I think that'll set the table here for what comes after that. Could a thing Mo actually lose? Ooh. Yeah, I'll give you credit for it. I put, is this actually close? Okay. Question mark. Fair question, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, she's the favorite, and rightfully so, <clears throat> and I think she's going to win. But there's the tiny nagging in the back of your mind that, like, well, maybe? Mary Moore? How many? Yeah, how many people could beat her? How many people could beat her? Because you got to think Wilson could beat her. Because based on yeah, based on what USA is, you at least have to put her in that conversation. So I think it's three, which Um, is a way higher number than I thought going into the year. Yeah, and like I said, I still think it's a low percentage chance she loses. To 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 be clear, but Hodgkinson, you know, has run like one fifty five. Mary Mora came out of nowhere and ran good in the four and the eight. Beat Hodgkinson, Wilson was ahead with 10 meters to go and somehow lost. Um, Raven Rogers is, cannot win, but she can absolutely medal because that's what she does. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating race. It's, it's yeah. really, really good. And I also wouldn't be surprised if a thing Mo just says, I'm running 154. Good luck. This sort of reminds me, I'm going to do a basketball analogy. Yeah. Game seven. It's been really close. The first six games you you have no idea what to expect and and then you have time to think about it and then you say this is either can be close or a complete blowout like you just have no idea yeah like, you have you've seen these people race not a lot but you've seen some you've seen mo versus wilson you've seen mora versus hodgkinson you saw hodgkinson versus mo last year so we have a little bit of info it's not as if people are running out in the middle of nowhere and posting an insane fast time. You don't know what's going to happen. But I still I, – I agree with you. This could be a blowout or it could be one of the most exciting races of the whole weekend or the whole meet. So yeah. I don't know. And either um, way, the, the, to me, that, that top five for the three medal spots. Just, yeah, it's good. There's really no losing here, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. 15? What do you got in the 15? Um, what do you think I went with in the yeah, 15? Yeah, so it, I think what you went with is can the U.S. steal a bronze? Ooh. No, I went with Faith Kipyegon's sneaky world record potential. Ooh, I like that. I like Remember that how she, she ran really fast at yeah. pre-352? and That's a good one. She's got, what, Sagai in this race, Meshesha in this race, Mirror, if she's if she's right, she hasn't looked quite right this year. But well, is Hassan already scratched or she's uh, not? She's entered but, in the. Is she entered in all three right now? She's entered in all three. She ran fifteen, whatever thirteen. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think she'll run the fifteen. I don't. You know, if I think she'll run the five and or ten, but oh yeah, I'll get to her in a second. But I just I think the way 
Kippy gone ran at pre was a signal, and I think she's going to run. Uh, and we've seen what she did through the rounds in Tokyo. She's not shy. Sagai being there, Sagai is another person who likes to push the pace. So I think yeah. this could be a situation where she's right there at 1,200, and Kippy Agon just has too much. I, I think it'll be a bonus if we get an actually competitive race, but in my mind, it's, oh, man, this is going to be Faith Kippy Agon trying to do something historic. Man, I, I don't know how I let the the possible world record just completely just <laughs> out of my out of my grasp i just had no and that's definitely would have been my storyline but i did not think of it it was and i literally said it was just the faith kippy Egon show i mean that's that's good enough for me mm-hmm. just watching the greatest ever do it and just how when she decides the race is over it's over um yeah. even against you know great his great runners as sagai and uh everybody else but yeah that, that that that's that's really good i like that and i think you're right i think she'll you know, yeah, she's not gonna she's not gonna run with three fifty five. She's she's no, running she, three fifty two or three fifty one or better. Yeah, she's not there just to hang out. Yeah, yeah, she has stuff to do. She's, she's not there for a long time. She's there for a good. Wait, how's that go? <laughs> Pitbull? What do you say? Not anyway. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. For a good time or something. Okay, something like that. Uh, about the Americans, I think it's gonna be tough. I, Sinclair I Johnson. Do too. I mean, yeah, but and Perrier Saint Pierre McGee. But sometimes you know, things open up for third. You know, that's that's the only thing. Well, and Hassan not being there opens up a spot. Yeah. For sure. Muir not being normal Muir self. GDS not being there. I think it's a possibility. I just think – I think Kip Yegon and Sagai are going to be so far gone. <laughs> They're just going to go. Yeah, Sagai's going to go for it. Almost so maybe a, Yeah, maybe they could pick up – a bronze with a late push if if someone else goes for it and they fall apart or if one of the Americans goes for it and they're able to hang on, but it's going to be tough. Mishesha's just the Jenny Simpson legit. legacy. Like, does that does that stick around? Yeah, but like Meshesha's run through 57 this year. I guess, I mean, Johnson's run through 58, so it's not out of the question, but Jessica Hull's run really well. I I just think you're talking about two uh, one medal at stake here, so... Yeah, no, I don't think it's the likely. Math is tough. But, you know, 15, like I said, sometimes weird weird stuff happens. And I do think I do think 357 is on the table for, you know, a good portion of these women. Granted, you know, that third could go, you know, it, it could be one of those crazy races where Kipiegon runs 351, Sagai runs yeah. 353, and then third place is 355. Like, it's yeah, not yeah. off yeah. the table. So. Well, you, you literally just described Doha with... Safana San playing the role of yeah. Kivyeka. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, someone takes off. and I would be stunned if – it would be funny. I wouldn't like it, but it would be funny if Kivyeka goes out slow. I think that would be be hilarious <laughs> right? Just, be, just to screw with people. Because <laughs> all these 1500s, the last two championships have been pointing in one direction. It's not, yeah. it's, it's not tactical at all. I it's love it. Go, go, go. And I if you say Kivyeka, you don't mess around. You're no, dead. and Sagai will take it if she doesn't, because Sagai doesn't want to kick. Yeah, or Muir. Yeah. You know, Muir won't sit around. Steeple. I'll just give you mine right now. I wrote no clue. Women's steeple. Don't know. Don't know what's going on. American it's, women still have it? Question mark? Ooh, okay. That's a good one. Do they have, uh, can they, can you know, medals? Can yeah, they basically, are they, still, are they still medal threats? Yeah, you look at the top 10. It's, that, I mean, the top 10 that I have, which is not the official top 10. Well, that's my official top ten. Here's what I got. I got Yavi up there. Or sorry, I have Jerutu. Dang it. Here it is. Jerutu, Yavi, Alamehu, Abebe, 
Chemutai, Cheritich, Getachew, and some of these are not running because of you can only send three. But I have Coburn ninth, just to give you an idea, in the world right now. Yeah. But but some of those people may not be in top form. Um, Ethiopia, who's Ethiopia sending? Ethiopia is sending Abebe, Getachew, and Elameu. So no, they're all ahead of her. Okay, so maybe yeah, she is gonna have to contend with. I don't know. It's tough, man. It's it's tough. Like Jeruto switched from Kenya to Kazakhstan, so that just adds another entry basically yeah. in there. And so, they two gun sub nine this year, which you know I don't think is on the table for Coburn at this point. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Frerichs bounced back race. She had mishap, got stepped on, her shoe ripped open. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, and but still made the team. So I just feel like they're going to be in the mix, though. I know everything has pointed a bit to the contrary this year, but they've only had that one Diamond League race at pre, and that was their opener. So I'm just they're going to be there. They're going to they're going to be there. Just a matter of yeah, there could be how how they can close. Yeah, there could know. be like Yavi and Jeruto or something could break away. But there'll be some other pack that'll be in metal contention that I can see them being in. And there's two of them. Well, I guess three if you count Weymouth. I just I have a hard time believing they're just going to get left in the dust like they did a pre. I just right. don't see it. Yeah, I think one of them has a performance that at least you know. Ah, oh, she finished fifth. Okay, cool. You know. Right. 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 Okay, five thousand. Women's five thousand. Yeah. I got two for this one. Ooh. So okay. You have a. Increased odds of getting it right. Um, Hassan, question mark? Okay, so let's just combine this with the 10. That's, and so that's kind of what three. I did too. Yeah, so I women's 10, I put does Hassan run because that's the first event yeah. that she could run in is the, the 10,000 comes first. So I put that one. For the five, I put can America break the drought? Yep. I haven't got a medal in the five. And then I also put Semenya because she's running. Now, Nian Saba's out. Yeah. Injury. So she's out of both, which I don't know about you, but I had her meddling in probably both. Yes. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, that's that's big. Yeah, I, I literally, it's funny because I actually wrote my five and 10,000 together because it was Hassan slash American, question mark. Yeah. Um, still won't be like easy. I mean, Ethiopia is loaded. Um, oh, yeah. it's Yeah. So Tai's running um both G'day is running both yeah so they're pretty fast that's smart that's that's smart strategy yep uh by Ethiopia to put your best people running both Sayam's really good but I don't know man I think it's possible in the five I think it's possible for Cranny to get in there with with Nian Saba not being there it changes things. That's huge. Sure. That opens up literally. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I had her meddling for sure. Cranny uh, can kick too. Yeah, Cranny. Cranny's a good kicker. Um, Schweizer can kick too. I think we could see a a medal here. I'm not picking it, but I think we could see it. But it's on the table. It is. This. It is definitely on the table. I'm gonna see who I actually picked. I picked Nian Saba. Oh, that was before she scratched. Okay, I made these picks before she scratched. So I now I can change it. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I have Tai Ta- and G'day. Obiri's in the 10K, which... Yeah, 5 and 10, yeah, which was... Is she in the... Oh, wait, she's in the 5 and 10? I think she was listed at both, unless I'm mistaken. I oh, no, she, I guess it is just the 10. 
just a turn. Yeah, but so she she can be interesting. Hassan. <laughs> well, that's Hassan can medal. Hassan can be can, nowhere near Hassan from last year and still medal in this field. I feel like for sure. But at the same time, so Noni and Saba and Hassan with a gigantic question mark. I mean, that's like two medals. borderline locks for medals yes. that just opened yes. up. Like that's that's big. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. All right. Anything else on the five or the ten? No, I mean, also good races. Yeah, it's basically, I mean, another kind of deep fields where I'm just kind of like, oh, man, what's going to happen? It'll be interesting. And Obiri in the ten's interesting. That's a move up for her, but she's been good yeah. forever. One hundred hurdles. Can Kenny do it? No golds in her mm. amazing career. But, hey, I mean, she's fastest time in the world this year. Kamacha Quinn's the favorite, for sure. But, I don't know, she ran 1234. <laughs> you know, that it's pretty good. So, she hasn't, you know, even at her best, she didn't necessarily show up, uh, show up big, obviously, in the championship meets. But still has a chance to do it. All right, well, you didn't let me pick that one. I was going to say that you were going to say, can Kenny get a gold? Yeah, so that was what I picked for you, and it's what I picked for me. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I put world record question mark on that, mm, but I guess yeah. you could go on with the with the depth too, which is how many people could win. Um, women's formula hurdles. I think you picked. Does Sydney break fifty one and our minds at the same time? <laughs> I did put Sydney sub fifty one. Really? Okay, cool. So that was uh, because it, the world record felt insulting to her at this point yeah i to yeah. me honestly it's a foregone conclusion like she's gonna set the yeah. world record like that, that that to me is the easiest lock no question it's going to happen unless she gets injured kind of thing like i just i just don't see any scenario where she doesn't do it because this is what she does um mm-hmm. at a certain point she's gonna you know do the whole make a rock so big she can't push it situation but i don't <laughs> think we're there yet i love it I love it. All right. Do you want to guess mine for the foreign hurdles? I just put Sydney. I didn't know what else outside of that. Ooh, I mean, I guess ha- Muhammad question, you know, what, what is, what does Muhammad have would be my other storyline here. I put how close is second because when we talk about how long the street can go on for, yeah, which right now it seems to be as long as she wants. I think that margin is going to be interesting. So can, if it's, Muhammad or if it's bowl, can they keep pace with what Sydney's doing? Cause we assume she's going to PR. She's going to break the world record again. Well, can they continue to set PRs or stay close? I think that's, yeah. Muhammad, obviously that'd be big. If she could set a PR, then it's going to be really close. Um, sure. I, do, I do think bowl yeah. goes sub 52, which is incredible, <laughs> but it's, she'll be like a second off the world record. You think she'll go sub 52? That's bowl. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty close then. Yeah, I mean, so if you know if Sydney sets a world record, and I, you know, I'm not saying she's going sub 51, but if she runs 51 two, mm-hmm. something, I mean, right. Bull could run you know 51 eight, and it's like incredible. But it's it's like we're, well, she'll be there, but it also won't be that close. Yeah, you know, kind of like, I mean, basically what happened in you know the men's and women's races last year, where like the you know third and fourth places are setting all time marks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just they're not within within distance. All right, we'll go to the marathon now. You didn't 
review the men's, so I'm guessing you didn't review the women's no. either. <laughs> All right, so you have what? Jeb Chirchir hurt, so she's out. Yeah. So that's that's a blow for Kenya. Chep and is there though, defending champion. She won Chicago in 2021, DNF at the Olympics, but she's pretty solid in these settings. Women's side of things, Yeshina second in Boston, third in New York in 2021. She should be in there. And these are pretty good teams across the board for for Kenya and Ethiopia. Uh, U.S. Yeah, Dem- seven sub two twenty. Yeah, That's, this is this is a yeah. It's a good, I mean it's a really good field. Yeah, U.S. Damato Hall Bates and. And Sal Peter. My storyline was Ken American Metal, but I think that's going to be really, really hard. But I don't know. We've seen yeah, these. Yeah, the models run 219. So it's, yeah. You know, yeah. That yeah. Helps. We've, we've, we've seen these championship marathons break the other way. And then for the relays, I put Jamaica World Record for 4x1. Yep. And in the women's 4x4, the storyline to me is who the U.S. runs. It's not even so much what the time is. I'm just fascinated in all the things that go into that selection. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, yeah, the women's <clears throat> four by one, obvious, like you said, just easily the greatest team ever assembled. Whether they'll get the world record is a different question. Um, but yeah, women's four by four is just, US is just so loaded. It, they could they could, they could could run a C team. That Jamaica's pretty good, runs. though. Jamaica's pretty good, though, because they have yeah, all those women in the four, and they have some four-meter hurdlers as well, too. But And they're like, hey, Sharika, you mind going back to your old days and helping us out? See, that would be awesome. I would be into that. Remember when we came up with that ultimate 4x4 anchor scenario where I had Rudisha anchoring for Kenya and we had just everybody oh, right. yes. all-star and this person would move up from the 200 and this person moves down from the 800. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Field event side of things. Obviously, Mondo, Krauser, Rojas, the world record holders. World record so, watches. Yeah. Keep an eye. They actually get a watch. Yeah. If they, they should. Uh, break the world yeah. record. Yeah. Um, I'm just scrolling through some of these other ones that that could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, and it's like it's a world championship, so there's, there's going to be some amazing. You know, all of a sudden we'll be like, "Holy crap!" Was the men's javelin amazing? Um, yeah, or men's but, jav. Anderson Peters been good this year. Decathlon, heptathlon. They're running the decathlon. It's the last event before the four by fours. The decathlon 1500. I read on the World Athletics release. It's in honor of Ashton Eaton. So that's cool. Oh wow, I like that. Yeah, I didn't know that that's when they were doing it until I looked at the schedule. So, all right, email time. We probably missed something, but throughout the meet, we're going to recap and then preview. So we're going to have basically, if the event is like last, it's going to get previewed three times. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Exactly. Uh, so email time, run at gmail.com is the email address. As I mentioned, there's a lot in here. Um, a lot of these are people offering you tickets, though, so I'm going <laughs> to mark those as red. Um, let's see. Who actually is? Oh, a couple people sent in. There's an actual points table calculator because I said, hey, this sort of sucks to scroll and find the – there's an actual website where you just put it in and it gives you the information. Boom. Which is uh, helpful. So I'll be doing less scrolling <laughs> in the future, which I'm very – very, very excited about. Um, okay, let me see. All right, so Brian, not the Beach Boy, <clears throat> yeah. wrote in, they have tickets for Thursday, Friday. Most of the meetups are happening earlier in the week. Are there plans for Thursday and Friday? Yeah, just send an email. I mean, if you want to get a run together uh, after Jason leaves, we can try to make something happen for sure. Or if nothing else, 
I'll just continue to go to the Wild Duck in Jason's honor after I leave. Yeah, but Thursday yeah. night. I'll still be going to the Duck. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm waking up early on Friday, but I will, I'll be there. Oh, Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so come Thursday, Brian. There. There's your answer. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Okay. Um, I'm going to come back to Eugene's stuff in a second, but we'll do other emails first. Not yeah, there's so many stuff. to sort through <laughs> that are some related to, yeah, actual questions and other ones obviously just trying to get the the deal kyle formerly from south dakota now house of runs milwaukee bucks correspondent jason glad you had a great trip to wisconsin let's face it our winter weather is not ideal but you visited in absolutely the prime of wisconsin summer not much better oh it was it was incredible especially if you're coming from 115 exactly and you go to 75 it's amazing lake oh my god it was perfection like so i'm morning night like i'm like okay you know what maybe i'll throw on a sweater but that's that's it. It was it, it couldn't I, I couldn't have asked for better weather. Any bugs? A little bit of bugs, uh, yeah. but not. We didn't get like overrun, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So between the the coats of sunscreen and bug spray, <laughs> I was just sliding all over the place. You were all good. <laughs> just was a human slip and slide. Yeah. I'm experiencing a similar thing here. We're having what, 105, 106 degree temperatures Ugh. in and Austin. In the south, that's way worse. And then I'm looking at Eugene. Like right now, I'm recording this at 9.56 p.m. It's 93 degrees. Tomorrow's supposed to be 104. And then I scroll over to, to Eugene, and it's mid-80s. And I'm just, that, it, just, it just feels so – when you're coming from somewhere hot, somewhere mild, just is just incredible. You're spoiled when you're there. Yeah. Mid, right. I mean, yeah, it looks like next week, mid to low 80s, highs in Eugene. Yeah. If, I mean, obviously, if, yeah, that's, I'm not going to complain about that. No, I mind if it cools down just a little bit, but you know I'm not gonna get uh, get too greedy. I mean, it's literally gonna be a 25 degree difference from what you're used to, and yeah, I'm, just I'm a little to. bit of humidity, but uh, I'm not showing I'm, any rain yet, though. So we'll see. I'm fine. I'll take I'll take mid 80s any day. Well, I'll yeah, take especially high, you're dealing with 100 and humidity, so I don't know how you're alive. It's I'm inside is what I'm doing. <laughs> Kyle continues, and I think we can use your trip to grade out the world's performance. Are they more or less impressive than the world's largest penny? Carson winning in his first meet of the year? That would just be slightly better. Krauser winning? Nope. That can't top the penny. Feel free to use the penny grading system as you see fit. Love the pod. Can't wait to hear your report from Worlds. That's Kyle. So you saw the world's largest penny. Saw the in, world's largest penny. Where um, is it exactly? It was in – oh, now i got to pull it up because a uh, <laughs> tiny little town. So basically uh, my wife loves to she, – she loves the idea of like the, the roadside attractions – and like mm-hmm. you know, just those kind of random things. And uh, but every time we go to a new city, I always like to go to whatever random brewery. I don't know, just like to get a shirt yeah. from a random brewery. And we saw right around the corner was the world's largest penny. So we said, "Oh well, this is we have to do this." So of course, we took a picture in front of it. Um, it was uh, ten feet di- in diameter. <laughs> um. Let's see, I got the whole whole thing here. Yeah, it was basically. Where is it? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, it's in. I got the little flag here that I think says it. Woodruff, Woodruff, Wisconsin. Mm. So, pretty yeah, like northern, mid northern Wisconsin, kind of. Um, absolutely worth the trip. Incredible. Uh, it was it was fun. I just like I like those stupid kind of things, you know. Yeah. No, no, that's true. And he's right. I, I think Krauser, Krauser setting the world record better than the penny, but him just, just winning? Come on, that's that's what I expect. 
Oh, I don't even think a world record matches up to the pen. There has to be a degree of difficulty associated with it. Like Warholm in his debut, that's that's good enough. That would Hassan be really in the yeah. debut, that would be Jakob with the double. We're talking about the world's largest penny, not the... It'd be one thing if it was just the country's largest penny, but they're matching this penny up with every other penny in the entire world, Jason. <laughs> you know how big the penny is in Paraguay? It's true. Famously. Famously huge. Yeah. Canada? Nebraska? No, wait, that's a dollar. <laughs> All right. Lance, formerly from Boulder, Colorado, now from Baltimore. Drink. Kevin Jason, I waited on that one. Uh, if you haven't already recorded the World Championship Preview Podcast, it's worth mentioning Sasha Zoya as a potential finalist and dark horse to medal in the 110 hurdles. You might remember him as the youth athlete who broke uh, Mondo's youth pole vault records and is the fastest man ever over 110-meter hurdles with 99-centimeter height, 12.7. Mm, Two, right. he, has a low key, he had a low-key season but won the French championships easily in 13-17 into a slight headwind. Regardless of how well he does, I think it may be fair to call the hurdles the most exciting group of events at the World Champs between the deep men's and women's one uh, high hurdle showdown. Sydney going after the world record with Bull in pursuit and an emergent Santos facing off against seemingly healthy Benjamin. And you can never count out Warholm if you can make it to the start line. See you guys in Eugene. That is Lance. Yeah, if you took a four-event group, would it be the hurdles? And then you got like versus men's and women's 100 and 200. Yeah, so the one and two are a group. They're a pod. Yep. Fives and tens are a pod. Five, four, and eight are naturally a pod. Of course, those go together. And the 15 in the steeple. <laughs> no, I don't know. <clears throat> but the hurdles are, yeah, there's there's not a weak race among them. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, they're all really either just like high end or super deep or both. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. There's, I mean... It's the world championship, so of course, like in general, it's not like, well, this race is kind of boring outside of men's 800. Um, but yeah, the, this, it doesn't seem like there's not a lot of weak links. Like, there's a lot of really, really good good races here. Noah wrote in, not the other Noahs that have written in. This one's formerly from Wisconsin, currently from North Dakota. Drink. Been a listener of House of Run since 2017, so not a longtime listener. That's five years you've heard all the jokes <laughs> we just repeat but i feel like i've been on the block heard you guys are doing a run in eugene during worlds i'll be in town for worlds tuesday july 19th for my first time in eugene love to hop on a run however i have no idea what the place you said be <laughs> okay so I, I said at the beginning to go to 200 day island road that's that's the plan right now if that's confusing email back i can make a i can do a screenshot or something anyway and 937 on those days he says, regardless of if Little, Br- Little Brixton wins a title, I'll have to dive into the Wild Duck, as I've heard that was a place to go in Eugene for a few years. Yeah. If you're from North Dakota, Noah, or you live in North Dakota, Jason, I want to shake your hand. Because I don't think I've met a single person from North Dakota. Ooh. Have you? Uh, or who lives in North Dakota? Like, currently, yeah. So, I one of my accounts for, for work is... One of my accounts. In, Don Draper. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Is a casino in North Dakota. That's the Mad Men theme song. If you don't listen, uh, so but but I haven't met those guys in person. I've only you know through Teams meetings and whatnot. Wait, is one of them named Noah? Not that I'm aware of. How many people could there possibly be? Not many. I don't in think. North Dakota. Are we sure? No. Have you been on Teams recently with a guy named Jason, <laughs> an affable gentleman? 
Yeah. Uh, come to the runs if you can. I mean, the more important thing, again, is is well, you're going to have more fun at the Wild Duck because the run is going to be slow. It's probably going to be a little warm. I mean, good. I'm glad. That, yeah, slow, you're slow is good. You have to park. You have to figure out where yeah, we how, are. Yeah, how far are we thinking for the run? That's, I'm, I'm curious about that. Oh, okay. So it's going to take – it's going to be two miles for us to get over there. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And then, I don't know, then run three more maybe as a group. Okay. And then I'll have to run two home. This is really stretching my fitness. I haven't run in, in a while. so, But I'm going to do it those days or I'm going to borrow a car. One of the two things. <laughs> and again, if the parking sucks, this whole thing just is totally screwed. And don't blame me. Find Jason at the Wild Duck. He'll buy you a drink and they'll all be good. Perfect. All right. Um, Marshall. Yeah. <clears throat> From St. Louis, formerly of Iowa. Drink. Hello, Kevin and Jason. Stands on soapbox. This may come as a surprise to some, given my background as a CPA, but I am not a big rules guy. Where in theory, my job should be to interpret, practice, and apply the written rules of accounting. However, I view rules more as guidelines. Oh, that's a Jack Sparrow situation, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Especially when the written rule does not necessarily jive with the spirit of the rule. For example, taxes. No, just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> you didn't say that. Amortization. Uh, when I come... To a complete stop at a traffic signal, which runs on an automatic timer and change every two minutes at 5.55 a.m. And there are no cars in any direction. You 100% better believe I'm running that red light. Okay. Well, I don't recommend that. So I love do it. That. Thus, I'm a little miffed about earth sports preventing the greatest women's triple jumper ever from competing in the long jump because the shoe's stack height and her long jump qualification was five millimeters too thick. Not sure when this occurred, but she did jump 681 indoors this year, which is .01 off the qualifying standard. Oh, He's talking about Rojas. Yeah. The purpose of the rule, I assume, is to prevent athletes from getting an unfair advantage in competition or, in Rojas's case, to ensure that the truly best of the best compete at the World Championships. Also, when did Rojas find out about this, and why was this announcement made so late? Did some smug coach of the first athlete out of the field go pull up the tape of her jump and submit a protest, which I'm pretty sure you only have 30 minutes after an event to complete uh, – is complete to submit a protest anyway? Did Earth Sports intern spill coffee over the initial documentation? Was someone caught in the act – of shredding the evidence about Rojas' stack height so no one would ever know? Or was Earth Sports official responsible for verifying marks just on holiday for the two and a half months? I think we can all safely assume that Rojas is easily one of the top long jumpers in the world. Maybe I'm wrong, but at a minimum, I guarantee she's better than whoever was led into the field in her place. This is a stupid application of the rule, and an exception should be made. Heck, Rojas is already going to the games. You cannot tell me that it's going to throw off the entire schedule program if you add one more person to the long competition. Rojas is one of the tracks. Grace athletes and the fans deserve to see her attempt this crazy double. Seriously, odds are the long jump triple will be on the same day in the next five global championships events. Steps down from soapbox. All the best. That is Marshall. Yeah, it's Yeah, I'm curious too when like when she found this out as well. Um because I I mean if it if it was in the last you know, if it was a month ago even or whatever it is. Like, I mean, Rojas has the ability to jump in whatever meet or get a meet organized around her if she wants to do it. Right. I mean, I agree because I just I would want Rojas there because it's it's a more fun situation, and I agree that she's clearly good enough to get there. You obviously have. To, I mean, I get the you know I hate the slippery slope argument too, but it's like you can't just allow it. <laughs> I just don't understand why we can't apply the rules before we have to go to immediate disqualification and out of the meet. 
Like, if this is a rule, they should check that's, before she jumps. That's the biggest thing. 100%. What the stack height is. And then if they're not the right size, you say change your shoes, you can't jump. Yes. It's just the retroactive stuff in track is what kills me. And I know sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. But oftentimes you can do stuff about it. So fix it. Fix, like get in front of this stuff. In baseball, they do the thing. Don't they always check the pitcher for something every time they come off the field or something like that? Or when they come yeah, on the field? Yeah, they just started that a, a little bit ago. But yeah, now they check for okay, well, foreign bad substances. E- <clears throat> bad example. I no, guess, no, it's but, good because that's. But it wasn't. Before it was kind of this hey, you're not allowed to do this, but everyone's going to do it anyway, and we're not going to yeah. say anything about it. But now it's an actual thing where. You know they're they're trying to enforce it. It just it's just tough. It's like sort of it's a cousin of the jewelry DQ where it just tell them to take off the jewelry. That, I mean, yeah, and I I agree that's because yeah, just just in the moment go hey everybody who's competing, I got my ruler stand yeah, here. Yeah. Let me look at the stack heights. Okay, you're good. You're good. You're good. Go change your shoes. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Shouldn't Unless take she more switched than, uh, back minutes. into them, maybe she measured them and then she's, she snuck on. Yeah, I mean, shoes, hey, and then if you're trying to purposely avoid it, then I'm not going to be mad when you you, uh, you know you get to DQ later. Yeah, but we we should make it e- like it's the same as it should be hard to get DQ'd. That exactly, and same with like the drug testing stuff where it's like hmm. there was that <clears throat> um, thing of like, well, do they have to call someone or is that is that part of the rule or if they hmm. don't, it's like how about we just make them call someone. The whole point is like, hey, let's test these people, and if they're negative, they can compete. We don't want yeah. to DQ or suspend people on technicalities. That's the big thing. Mm. I thought she was out for the triple jump when I first saw this. Oh, my God. And then I was mad. But then yes. I saw, okay, well, it's bad, but not. Yeah, because it would be more fun without question if she's in the long jump. So let's just make it better. Uh, we got a message here from Dave from L.A. Just want to let you know that Michael Stemmer is op- operating a pop-up restaurant in Eugene, July 14th to 25th. Uh, taking reservations via Instagram. I don't know if people – I remember Michael Stemmer, third in the men's 15 at the 2000 Olympic trials. Long time ago, but I oh, remember wow. him. I, yeah, I, was, I recognize the name, but I, I, was, I, I definitely wasn't going to pull that. Part of that Stanford contingent. Um, the, his, his, that race from 2000 is still on. Don Cardone? YouTube. No, not yeah. Don Cardone. No. Well, he did go to Stanford. That's but it. now he established himself as a world-round chef on the East Coast. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Um, fun fact, I have some really good person-destroyed-me stories like Laura's and Kevin's about Michael and crew. Those were the days of Vinland Anna when the program referred to itself as The Machine. Brutal. Anyway, my wife and I are planning to do the dinner there on Sunday at 5 p.m. Would love to see House of Run folks. Otherwise, I'm hoping to make at least one run and the post-formula hurdle meet up with Carson on Tuesday night. See y'all then. A lot of pressure, Jason, for you to be at Wild Duck. Um, I mean, I'll be yeah. there. I, I can't promise I'll be that entertaining, but I'll be there. Yeah, this is this is this food looks delicious. By the I'll way, I'm, uh, on, I'm on their Instagram right now. We might have to make this happen, Kevin. This looks tasty. Yeah, if, if, I don't know if I'll get there. I'm going to be so late every night, so we'll we'll. we'll see you're going to be doing starts at 5 p.m. I was hoping that we could do a lunch maybe beforehand, but not 5 not p.m. Normal. That. 5 p.m. kind of conflicts with the night session. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean. That's not uh, not great. But it goes. But it's open till 2 a.m. every night. Oh, so okay, we might be able to make it work. Yeah. That'll 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 jive with what I'm doing. Okay. Oh, and so I told that story on the pod. 
last week about getting destroyed by my club teammate Carlos, who went on to make the Olympic team and run for the U of O. Um, one of our listeners actually knows him, past you know, is an acquaintance with him out in Colorado. Messaged him, and uh, he listened to the section of the pod, and and he enjoyed. It. And he hasn't seen his brick that's in the ground. Remember, I said he has. Yeah, they have the right. yeah. Oregon Olympians. He hasn't seen it yet. Oh wow! So, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool though. Pretty cool how yeah, connected awesome. we all are on this pod. So good stuff, good stuff. Uh, and I do I do enjoy the stories of people getting destroyed by really good people oh, when they the didn't know that, th- that it's better when you don't know at the time they were good. So feel free to send any of those in. Okay, uh, we got – let's see what's left. We have a voicemail from Chief. And then we have – yeah, why, why don't we do that one and then I'll, I'll read – Mike Z's last because it's about oh that's right yeah food recommendations and things and to do in Oregon an hour or two yeah that's the the that's the second hour of the pod third hour of the pod what are we on it's been a long pod what up boys Chief from Illinois now in Indianapolis drink your milk Braylon calling in uh, rumor mills going crazy obviously with a bunch of coaches and changes uh, most notably. The rumor being Jerry Schumacher to Oregon. By the time this is played, this will either be confirmed or I'm going to sound like an idiot. So uh, with that, I was wondering, with Jerry moving to Eugene and the rumor being uh, Roland is out at OTC, then does does – uh, Schumacher take over OTC and run OTC as well as uh, Oregon, or is that too much to ask for a, a college coach to run a pro team and a college team at the same time? Um, also, how does this affect uh, Cole and Cooper? And then does Bowerman still exist without – Without Jerry, I mean, I know Evan and Lopez um, are getting towards the end along with Centro. So really the young guns we're really looking at. Um, Woody's kind of in that he's not young, but he's not old. Um, So it's like McGordy, young, obviously, um, along with Fisher. And then on the women's side, it's really just down to Cranny. Uh, and Cranny is getting up there a little bit and it's for a runner, right? But Schweizer is young. Um, but that, that's about it. That's left along with the steeplechaser whose name is eluding me. Um, but just wondered your thoughts on everything and what happens with BTC, what happens with OTC and University of Oregon and how does this change the pro world of track and field in the U.S. With that, peace, boys. That's a long, long response to that. Um, my understanding, BTC is going to move to Eugene. I'm guessing some people, though, would be on that work from home plan. I mean, it is 2022, so maybe they they stay in Portland and come <laughs> up for select work. Yeah, a lot of teams meetings. Exactly, zooming it up. Um, I. It's also my understanding. I think that they're winding down OTC, but I don't know if that's changed with Schumacher being there. Hawker and Tier, their coach, Ben Thomas, was the distance coach at Oregon. It appears that's not going to be 
the case anymore. So where do they go? Do, do they go wherever he goes? Do they stay in Oregon and join an existing group or start their own thing? I, I'm not sure. Usually people are pretty committed to sticking with their coach and we'll, we'll move with them. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know what the company will want them to do. I'm not sure. I just, I thought the Schumacher thing was interesting from a couple of different angles. One, <clears throat> he hasn't coached college since 2008, which is a long time. And Oregon was, is already good, right? Like they weren't good right now, but you only have to go back a year when they're winning national titles. So the pressure is going to be on right away to contend. He's obviously a distance coach, so put more emphasis on cross country and and track and long distance events and track. But as a whole, they were winning national titles. May not have been in cross, but I mean, look at what the the win streaks they've run off have been pretty ridiculous. And they've had big name runners and individual national champions as well. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And going back into the recruiting world, even if you hire somebody who's going to be heading that stuff up. It's, it's, it's gotta be a grind and collegiate running is just getting more and more competitive. The second thing I thought of was the other part of the Oregon coaching job, which is to be an ambassador of track and field in a way, right? When it's really yeah. humming, it's, it's, it's not just about the program, but it's about putting on meets that fans will go to. It's about being in some ways a liaison between the, university and and the city that has all these big time meets and Schumacher doesn't really seem like a type of guy who's into that stuff just because they, they don't race a ton at Bowerman at all. He doesn't really do any interviews. You know, he's not like Lenana who's, who's out there and really charged up to, to promote the sport. Maybe that changes. I don't know. Maybe they hire a different person to take on that sort of role. Um, but I thought that was interesting because I thought it was going to be somebody who – we talked about this before, right? It's like you look at the empty seats and you think, huh, they got to have to do something about that next year. <laughs> and he he would not have been my first – he would have not been the first person I thought of when they thought, okay, let's get somebody who's going to do all this outreach to the community and is going to be really interested in putting on these dynamic, interesting home meets. Again, maybe they'll hire somebody to, to fill that part in. But this just seems yeah. – yeah, bah, 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 bah. maybe they'll pick somebody. I mean, th- this just seems like he's a Nike guy, obviously, mm. very successful coach, a lot of, lot of credentials by his name. Let's just win in the, you know, using our distance strength way. But they've sort of done that before. So I'm still trying to figure out what it's all going to mean. And it's all the hypotheticals that, that got brought up by chief are definitely valid. Yeah. So there's a lot of people impacted by this. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. <clears throat> it's too much to even keep track as he was naming all the different things. I was like, Oh yeah, that's more than I consider. Yeah. <laughs> like being like that the, thing? Just the, this yeah. causes this, which then leads to this. I'm like, okay, well I'm, I'm out. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I know. It's it, but he's he's right. It will it will shake up. You know, you obviously have so many big time athletes. Um, yeah. Kind of all corrugated up there, and like I said, Oregon's always good. So um, yeah, I'll be interested to kind of see what see what happens. Yeah. All right. Last one. Mike Z. Yeah. Hey guys, I was wondering, Sully, Mister U of O, can you give some recommendations for those? of us who have never been to track down places to go places to eat. He's going to be there July 16th 
to the 20th, Saturday to Wednesday. Would love some firsthand knowledge from a duck. P.S. I'll buy a mean. I think he means meal. Oh, Unless okay. I'll buy a mean. For you and Jason at one of the places, if you'll let me, and for sure some drinks at the Wild Duck. All right. <clears throat> so, first time, Eugene. It's exciting. If you want to go on some runs, <laughs> I'm going to start there. Because most people are interested in, in running, right? Listen to the pod. So, and then I'll branch out to more adventurous things. So, bear with me, Jason. Pretend like you're interested in this stuff. Go, I am, mm. you know. Hey, I, I mean, you know, I've only been once. So, I'm, not, I'm far from an expert. Yeah, so pre trail, you got that loop. That that's bark chips. It's beautiful. I was there a couple weeks ago for USA. Oh, and here's the thing to remember too. I was I went to school there, obviously, but then moved away and then would go back for track meets and because my parents moved there. But that trip that I took two weeks ago was the first time I'd been there in a couple of years, pre pandemic. So a lot of this has changed, but the trail and the bike path have not. So I feel confident about that. Some of the restaurants I'm a little iffy on. But there's a loop around the river, 10 miles. You can do that. You can go up into Hendricks Park. That's where Preach Rock is. Jason's been there. Yep. Be- nice little park. There's a rhododendron garden up there too if you want to go for a walk, drive the car up there, park it. That's pretty cool. Uh, there's another bark chip trail, the Amazon Trail, which has a 1,000-meter loop and a mile loop, and then that connects in with the Rexius Trail, which goes on for another couple miles um, towards the south side of town. <clears throat> Ridgeline Trail. You'll have to drive to, or if you did a real long run, you can Google that. That's a nice nice bit of running. And then a, a spot I like, which you'd have to double check to get the exact location for, was the uh, McKenzie River Trail. I've talked about it before. One of my favorite runs. It's about an hour out of town, but an awesome trail. Also, go to Cottage Grove, the Rao River Trail. That's where Rupp ran that half marathon where he was going for the American record, and it was during the pandemic, so it was just weird because you're just running along a bike path i was like i've run that bike path before yeah you can run that too that's not too far away uh row that's row river um the other one is the mckenzie river trail um things to do so if you're not going to the meet just stay in your hotel no you should they're doing a fan zone thing but it's by the river it's not going to be right next to the track like they used to do for the trials Mm. So they they recently or they're in the process of revamping this riverfront area. It looks really nice, and I think they're going to put up some. I'm assuming they're going to put up some screens there, and there's going to be vendors and stuff. But that's a little bit of a walk from the the track itself. So it's not like you're going to get that that track energy. You're on the other side. Um, you can drive the coast. The Oregon coast is beautiful. You could check out some of those small towns there. People like doing that. Um, me go to Portland, I guess. Mount Hood, that's a little farther. Um, what else am I missing here? What, like, the Eats, I guess, would be a would the a, Eats. A, okay, solely stable. So, I don't think you should spend a lot of time and energy trying to get like the best food in Eugene. That would be my mm. advice. Like you're going to get solid stuff. And again, some of my info might be outdated, but. There's good stuff, but it's just – there's nothing where you're like, I need to wait in line six hours for this. This just right. doesn't exist. It's just – you know, you can go to other other towns for that. But um, let's see. I mean people always ask about Tracktown Pizza. You go to Tracktown Pizza for the memorabilia. Yeah, so you got to go – yeah, you have to go there though because it's kind of – it's a, it's a fun experience. Yeah. Um, so there's a place I want to – I want to try Sabai, S-A-B-A-I, and that's in Oakway Center, which is a shopping center kind of by Autzen Stadium. I'm a, I am like Cafe Yum. It's kind of like a an Oregon chain, but it's 
healthy, fast, and, and kind of delicious. They have like bowls and stuff, which are really good. Um, let's see. what uh, I went to – oh, the stuff on 19th. So there's stuff right by the track. So you have Studio One Cafe, which is a, a popular breakfast spot. I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be like swamped. You have McMinimins, which people like. There's a couple of McMinimins around. Again, nothing crazy fancy, but it's it'll get it done. Um, there's a bunch of breweries on the hipster part of town, like off Blair Street, yeah. which people – and I'm noticing – Wait, where was the Michael Stember pop-up? Where was this thing? Oh. I think that was on Blair. Yeah, 298 Blair Boulevard. So that's – yeah, that's – you've heard of Ninkasi, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a big one. So that's that's Eugene. I think that's brewed in Eugene, I want to oh, say. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Ninkasi. Let me double-check. Brewing. I could be wrong. Maybe it's somewhere else in Portland. Nope. Headquarters in Eugene. Nice. <clears throat> I was hoping it said like, Dodge City, Kansas. I was like, all right, well, I'm wrong on that. <laughs> You ever have that where you think a, a thing's local and it's, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> New York City. Um, I'm looking for this other good pizza spot that I ate at that was right by the track. Um, oh, the Buttes too. You could do little like Skinner's Butte, Spencer's Butte. Spencer's Butte's more of a hike. Skinner Butte you can incorporate into one of your runs, um, which is fun. Okay, this place on 19th, which is right by the track, it is called – what is the name of this pizza spot? Because people want stuff that's real, cl- that's close, right? That's the whole. I would think so. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm sure some people have cars, but yeah, in general, you'd think you'd want to, whatever. I'm, Eugene's not a giant city, right? You know, it's all. Yeah, but it's spread out close. a little bit. <clears throat> Why is this not? Beppe and Gianni's, that's probably going to be packed. That's an Italian place that's right near the, the track as well, too. Um, hold on. Why is this place not coming up? Hopefully it didn't close hold- down. No, it didn't. Um, hold on. I need it. This is bothering now best pizza in eugene i think it'll be on some list it got recommended to me before i went and i got a um hey neighbor it's called hey neighbor it's on hey east 19 okay. so it's right there yeah that's good we'll probably go there looks like mezzaluna gets i mean i go on yelp and i don't recognize half these places so i don't i don't have a ton of advice other than i really want to check out sabai and I might – oh, we went to Beerstein, which was good. I don't remember the food. Do you remember it being particularly noteworthy? I feel like we had some snacks, but yeah. beer was good. Good beer yeah. selection. Yeah. So there's, there's there's several breweries that you can check out. Again, I wouldn't put a ton of time and energy into finding the quote-unquote best place because it's, it's fine, but I don't think it's going to – it's not going to blow you away. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that sounds fair. Um, again, I don't want to downplay it, but yeah, get something quick. Get on your get on your way, or just you know find a spot and that uh, with the type of food that you enjoy, and then and then just go there. But I don't think anything's going to be too. It's not, but it's also not going to be terrible either. I mean, it's not like Ireland. No offense, Ireland. Oh, Ireland has some good food. <clears throat> I, I enjoyed it. No, it was bad, all top to bottom, just terrible. Terrible food. I'm looking forward to people making fun of Eugene's food, which I will accept from certain parts of the world and certain parts of the United States. But there's some ones I will not abide by, and I will have to stand up and defend the Eugene food honor. I mean, like you go to Wild Duck, right? You're just you're there for the atmosphere. You'll, you'll get you can get a burger and stuff like that, but it's not going to be anything crazy. Um, yeah, like a lot of these restaurants, I don't rec- I don't really recognize. So I mean, they look delicious, but. Um, the ramen place looks good. Uh, there's a bunch of good Thai places too. 
the, the the people like there. So I had some decent Thai food there. But I, I like Cafe Yum for some quick stuff. Hey Neighbor was good for pizza. Tracktown good for pizza. Beerstein good beer. You can go to Ninkasi uh, or whatever that wherever those places are on Blair Street. Um, people like Dutch Brothers Coffee. Oh, we got that in Vegas. Okay, I th- so here here we go again. I think that's an Oregon thing, but maybe I'm wrong. But we just I mean it just popped up here the last few last few years. Ah, um, Grants Pass, Oregon headquarters. Boom, another one. Take that, Jason. I don't know why that's a. I don't you know. Did pro- I prove me wrong? I guess was that helpful for? I think folks? so. I think that was a good. Yeah, that was a good rundown. If you got more, email us. You know, we'll yeah we'll respond. Not you know probably on the show, but yeah, we'll respond to you. So when I went to college there, you're in college, so you never really leave. At least I didn't because that would require planning, foresight, and money, which I didn't really do any of that stuff. So, And then now every time I go back, it's for a, a track meet. So the, the coast is cool. If you haven't checked out the coast, you can get there relatively quickly. And if you've never been to this part of the country, especially, you're going to want to see that because that's going to be cool. And then maybe on another day, look up one of those good trails and, and do – Drive a bit and get on a nice trail outside of the city because there's good good places to run. And then, I don't know. If people are flying into Portland, you could. there's a lot to do in Portland. You could schedule some time around that. But that's what I got. That's what I got. Um, but my, you're probably – in terms of buying food, you're probably going to buy Jason food, not me food because of my, my schedule and my time constraints. So email Jason back. Find out where he's going. And then just yeah, I don't know. I have, I have no real plan. I'm just gonna kind of wing it a little bit. Um, yeah, you have your phone yeah. on. Turn your notifications on. Yeah, absolutely. Email or, or hit me up on Twitter. Or one, either way. Yeah, some people are like, I don't have Twitter. Where are we gonna go? And then some folks want like an email like distribution list. I just I don't know if we're gonna be. I think we're just gonna keep it simple. That's where the runs are at nine thirty seven, and then we're going to Wild Duck. And if something deviates largely from that plan we'll talk about it on that day four pod and uh if people want to do other stuff yeah shoot me an email and then i'll try to get the info out as as best i can should we start a dish should we do that should we do a distribution thing we got a couple days yeah i guess we could yeah i guess we could and i okay can you be in charge of this is this a can this be a jason thing i could try (laughs) well how about i'm not going to go back and find the old list yeah or all, everybody who said they want to go. But it, maybe if people email in now and they say, add me to the Eugene list. Right. And then we could take it from there. Yeah, that sounds fair. And then you you just send out one email like a, a, a day or something like that. Or if something changes, here's the distribution list. Yeah, here's that, sounds, the, here's that the seems info. fair. And yeah, I'll maybe try to post stuff on uh, House of Run Twitter as well. Yeah, just some people are like I don't do Twitter. Yeah, no, but I mean, just yeah, and but just in case if it's random, I'll be like, hey, I'm randomly. Yeah, it's Tuesday afternoon. I'm hanging out here. If anybody's around. Yeah, the first nine people that get this tweet come get a signed pair of headphones. <laughs> oh no, definitely not signed anything. I mean, I would, but why would you want that? That would be weird. Um, okay, so do, so do you want me to say? Should we ask for people yeah, to well, do it? That sounds okay. fair. Yeah. So just do subject line world email list. And then we'll put you on it. Cool. Or we'll That's share good. a Google Doc or something. Right? Yeah. We'll do some sort of thing. Yeah, Google Docs, I think, perfect. Jason can. I just, I don't want to commit to it and then I'll feel bad about it. So if I don't, if I don't follow up with it. Yeah. But again, 
I know how these things go. They get once the event starts, they get crazy, and then I get tunnel vision. And then I'm eating mozzarella sticks at two a.m. Not it's against happened. that either, <laughs> huh? Not, not against <laughs> that either. Yeah, I want to have fun. I want to have a great time out there. I want to see everybody, particularly people from the Dakotas. Yes, exactly. And if you're from Ireland and I offended your food, hey, I had great seafood in Ireland. So come was... debate me. I had great. Um, well, I told you the story. I gave up trying to eat like food from quote unquote Ireland, and then I just started eating Thai food and Chinese food, and that was that was pretty good. But mm. <clears throat> I could get that here, Jason. All right, that's it. That's the pod. We're almost at two hours. Deep breaths. How's the run at gmail.com? If you're not going to Eugene, you've just been really bummed out. They're like, stop rubbing it in. We get it, dude. All right. Next time you hear us, we'll hopefully be recording from the same spot in Eugene. Jason's bringing his mic. I'm bringing my mic. Who knows what will happen next. 2022 World Championships are here. We are not throwing the mics in the ocean or the river just yet. We'll talk to you guys then. Jess Gannis, see you in Eugene.